Welcome back to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. I'm Jordan. I'm Taylor. Happy Valentine's Day-ish. <laughs> we uh, planned this episode around it being Valentine's week, um, but Jordan's been a little sicky and with it being Valentine's, we're just so busy with all of our Valentine's Day events. <laughs> <laughs> that we're getting this episode recorded and posted a little late. Um, but still, it's rom-com week, I guess you could say. Yeah, it is. That's th- It's a little debatable. <laughs> but <laughs> we are going to be talking about You People on Netflix. And then Somebody I Used to Know on Amazon Prime. So two romantic comedies that dropped this month. And so we thought it'd be fun to review them on Valentine's week. But first, TV news. Jordan, what do you have for us? Well, they dropped a little teaser announcing Ted Lasso season three is premiering March 15th. Did you watch the teaser? Yeah, I did. Did you? It gave me the ick. I was just going to say, I was like, it was like cheesier and cornier than ever. I, I was not feeling it at all. I mean, especially since those text messages came out with that nanny and how she like it showed that Jason Sudeikis, is that his name? Yeah. (laughs) Um, Posted. Well, it's funny that I paused on that because um, in Las Culturistas podcast episode I was listening to to today, Allison Brie talked about filming a scene with Jason Sudeikis and I was like, who? is that like that name sounds so familiar you've just like like, eternal sunshine him from your brain yes i couldn't remember who it was so then when i just said that i was like oh that's who that was (laughs) so anyway oh my gosh like do you think if if she'd said ted lasso you would have known who he was but for sure immediately but i was like i just could only think of jason bateman and i was like it's not him and i was driving so i couldn't like imdb it (laughs) i was just having like complete brain fog um, and probably because of this trailer. Anyway, yeah. when the texts were released, and I think we've talked about this before, but it's one of my favorite things that's probably ever happened. <laughs> it showed that like Jason Sudeikis was like signing off his text messages with believe. I think it was, wasn't it like, because you're the one who drew attention to this for me, but wasn't it like hashtag believe like yeah, in, a, so. in a text message? That's like even worse. And I am so glad you brought that up because the whole trailer is about the believe catchphrase. And so I mm-hmm. was thinking the same thing the whole time and just being like, really? What? Oh, no. I saw a headline or a tweet. Maybe it was, I think it was from like the AV club because they're usually like snarky. But they were like, Apple TV hopes you forget everything we now know about Jason Tadakis <laughs> and love the new season of Ted Lasso. And I was like, yes, I... I don't think I can suspend reality anymore. He is a weirdo and I don't like it. Yeah, I don't think so either. <laughs> but I feel like we've always had a complicated relationship with the show in general because yes. at first we're like, eh, it's too cheesy. But then we watch and we're like, okay, fine. It got to us. We liked it. So it'll be interesting to see how this third season is. But yeah, the trailer yeah. teaser thing was, gave me, sorry to say this, close your ears, but the barfs. <laughs> too soon too soon um uh i just like i don't know i think we are some of the only i i don't know i feel like we're kind of like on our own in on an island where like 
we think it's okay. I think most people either like loathe Ted Lasso or worship Ted Lasso, you know? And like, we kind of mm-hmm. are like torn. I don't know what it is. I like, I like feel good shows, but there's just something about Ted Lasso <laughs> that is, I don't know. The fir- I think now that I'm kind of more removed from it, since it feels like the last season came out so long ago, I'm like not that excited to watch the new season. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, I wonder if you went back and listened to our last episode where we reviewed the last season, how you would feel about the things you were saying in that versus how you feel now. Yeah, but I just, know. just like too much has happened since then. A lot of it, I think a lot of it is totally tainted by the Jason Sudeikis tabloid drama. Yeah. Hmm. I'm glad we're on the same page there. I was excited to talk about that. Yeah, me too. I uh, just, I don't know. Also, isn't this supposed to be like the final season? I think so. I was trying to remember that too, but I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they said like, yeah, it's it's going to be a three season long show. This is the last season. But the teaser did not feel like this is our last season. It just felt like kind of generic. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Um. Yeah, I saw that it's like a 12-episode season, and so it'll end on May 31st, which apparently is the last day of eligibility for Emmy consideration for the year, which I'm like, whoa, Mm. already? Like, that's wild to think about. But it kind of makes sense why we're in a little bit of a TV drought, because I think we're just, like, waiting on all of the good shows to start to be as close to Emmy deadline as possible. Wow, that strategy and that strategy and that's on strategy (laughs) it's giving strategy (laughs) oh man uh okay well something that's not strategy is that our favorite character eric sadly we had a feeling this was gonna happen but is leaving um sex education to me and it's after season four to me that means maybe we should just close up shop yeah let the kids graduate from high school and let it be this perfect little show. Yeah, it should it should end with their high school time. It should. Yeah. It doesn't make sense to follow either new high school students or follow them to college. No. We should just end it. Yeah. If he were there, I might have a different tune. Be like <laughs> know, hire same. him as a teacher, follow him to college <laughs> for the rest of his life. But since he's leaving, no, just it's over. It's very sad. Very, very sad. But, I mean, he's got to go do his Doctor Who duties. Yeah. He's got bigger, bigger roles now. Yeah. I saw that Poker Face on Peacock was officially renewed for season two, a show that we have mentioned we need to watch. Um... I still don't have Peacock though, so I <laughs> TBD. But yeah, we'll watch it, especially now that it is going to be back for season two. It's very, very popular. Yeah, we'll we'll get you a login because I'm anxiously optimistic. I've seen good things, mm-hmm. but yeah, the knives out of it all will be interesting. <laughs> so controversial. That's got to be our hottest take. It really is, and like I just had a friend who was like. Who just watched Glass Onion and um, saw my letterbox review of it. And like I think on my letterbox review I just said like my least favorite quality about myself is not liking the Knives Out franchise. And like 
was questioning me on it and I'm like just don't bring it up okay like it it is what it is I we don't have to talk about like it. you're never gonna <laughs> convince me sorry I'm real no, I wish and- I wish I could be convinced and I can't convince them because I genuinely don't really have sound reasons as to why. So <laughs> we just don't mesh. This one is sad to me. Apparently, they are going to be removing all Arrested Development episodes from Netflix on March 15th. That is weird. It's I don't like get a that. It's show. And like, where is it going to go? It's It has to be going somewhere. I hope it goes somewhere uh, easily accessible. accessible. And go to stars. My gosh. Can you even imagine? (laughs) (laughs) And it's just so confusing. I mean, it's, it's really giving HBO max, like removing a show where you have originals, like Mm -hmm. they have Netflix originals. So I don't get that. And I, I don't really, I haven't really seen any like explanations either. Me neither. But I don't know. Very weird. Very. Yeah. I don't get it. It's very bad. This is it's dark it's dark. At least you have the DVDs. That is very very true. My last piece of news is that um Ao Idibiri from The Bear is going to be um a recurring character on Abbott Elementary as Janine's sister, the principal. I love that so much. I'm so excited. Yeah, it's going to be freaking amazing. I am so behind on Abbott Elementary, but I got to catch too. up. But yeah, it was that was really, really fun news. Yeah, I was very excited to see that. My last piece of news is that there is a new TV series starring Nicole Kidman and Jamie Lee Curtis. And it's an adaptation from a book series and it's the same showrunner as Barry writer mm. showrunner Barry Liz Sarnoff and Bloomhouse Television anyway Nicole Kidman is going to be starring uh, as a forensic pathologist and Jamie Lee Curtis is playing her sister Ooh. which I love that duo of yes. sisters wow that was a lot of words for me to just say Nicole Kidman and Jamie Lee Curtis are playing sisters in a TV series at some time, someplace. I love it. I'm so excited. And I hope it's on HBO. Me too. Okay. Shall we get into it? Between the two movies that we watched, You People and Somebody I Used to Know, I think there is one that was not fun to watch and one that was fun to watch. Um, I'm not going to speak for Jordan, but I'm pretty sure she agrees. So I'm going to make the declaration that we should talk about you people first and then we'll have our top three intermission and then we'll talk about somebody I used to know yes because our top three is directly related to somebody I used to know it just it just makes sense (laughs) it makes sense and I hate to be a downer on the week of valentine's day (laughs) no I don't I love it but Um, you people, I hated it. I was so sad and mad and bored and it just like didn't make any sense to me as to why it existed and why it was as bad as it was. It was not a fun watch and I, there just was not enough substance to make a whole movie and you could really feel that. I feel like the scenes felt really just like drawn out long for no reason um it felt like everything was 
like a lot of improv that was just like not landing for me and it just felt like pointless um Mm -hmm. and like really really amazing cast that was just like going nowhere and it was just all kind of depressing yeah like to me it felt like the cast was like so stacked that they just like they would all they all only had one day to shoot so they would come in film their scene and then get out so there was no like chemistry between any of the characters which i think is proven by the fact that we now know that the like final kiss was made be via cgi and i didn't know this when i first watched it and so i just went back and rewatched it before recording this episode just so i could see it and wow it's hilarious like her the way that her nose like fits perfectly within his face and (laughs) it was weird it was almost like they were like going to fade into kind of like some kind of trippy like special effects or something Mm -hmm. but no it's just like a weird blurry they cartoon kiss like it was bizarre (laughs) um yeah you're you're spot on about the chemistry like I didn't really I didn't have I didn't feel anything invested emotionally with any of the characters um I mean I guess I didn't I didn't necessarily want the couple the main couple to break up or anything but I just like didn't feel anything I felt like all the the in-laws were like very unpleasant like no there were just like no redeeming qualities to a lot of the characters for me to have reasons to like root for them to like all love each other I was just kind of like I just feel uncomfortable this whole time yeah and like I felt like it was like it's an interesting topic Mm-hmm. Um, but I really didn't even like really learn anything from it or like, I don't even think it really created any interesting conversations or like discourse. Yeah. Which I, I think agree. is what it was trying to do. Maybe, um, I also would be interested to know like how long the movie would be if they took out all those weird transitional things. Oh like my I gosh. hated those. I always felt like I was watching something. I was on something else. Like I, it was so, yeah. it was so weird and felt very off. Well, it really, it kind of felt like, um, like a TV show, which is interesting yes. because Kenya Barris was the director who's like a TV king. So it's almost like maybe this would have been better as a sitcom or something. Cause like the pacing of the movie was just like very, very bad. Mm-hmm. And not that I necessarily want a whole TV show of these characters, but maybe that would have given more time to actually care about the characters you know Mm -hmm. but I don't know I mean it's hard to explain because somehow the movie felt so long like way 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 too long but also like why do I feel like I don't know any of these characters you know like that doesn't really Mm -hmm. add up yeah I completely agree like I I was having an okay time at the beginning but then like once the two main characters met it was like, what is happening? And also, why is it so boring? Like, it felt yeah. like it was, like, pulling teeth t- for it to finish. And I ended up finishing it on my iPad, watching it at, like, two times speed. Because I was like, <laughs> I just have to get this over with. Um, And it is the CGI kiss of it all. Sorry to come back to that. But, like, a romantic comedy... It is interesting to not even have your characters kiss until 
the very last scene of the whole entire movie. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like you were saying kind of like their courtship. I was like, kind. Of, I was on board. I thought they were like kind of cute together and like they show their first date and then suddenly they're engaged and then the whole movie is just meeting the in-laws and stuff. And so like maybe if we had seen more cute moments like kissing and like more of the hanging out before they are getting engaged, like that just would have been so much better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely agree. It was a bummer. It really was. A real bummer. Um, and it was a bummer. On a, Part of the biggest bummer was seeing Julia Louis-Dreyfus act like that because I felt like she was really giving it her all and was really convincing as like a very overbearing, annoying mother-in-law type. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like, like her character was so one note and Eddie Murphy's character was so one note that like give them some redeeming qualities like make them feel more like real people like it was just kind of a, a buzzkill mhm yeah i completely agree uh very sad for both of them and just because you have a stacked cast doesn't mean it's on- an automatically going to be bad because uh i mean i'll get into this with uh, somebody I used to know, but I feel like they also had a really stacked cast. Yeah. And I feel like they used um, their, like, more well-known characters, even if they were only in, like, one scene, similar to how you people had some cameos. Um, I just feel like they used them a lot better. And, like, if you're going to bring in someone famous that everybody loves and knows and just for, like, one singular scene, make it really good and make it funny. Totally. And I didn't feel like you people did that well either. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I felt like there were some scenes that had recognizable people. Um, It almost felt like the scenes got cut like in half. And it just felt mm-hmm. very, it just felt very jarring and awkward. Yeah, it was just not, not a good movie. Yeah, very unfortunate. I will end on a positive note and say I did love Molly Gordon per usual. And I just wanted more of her. Was there anything that you enjoyed in the movie? Crickets. Soundtrack was great. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, great. Love it. (laughs) Okay, well, now we can move on to our top three, which is based off of the movie Somebody I Used to Know on Amazon Prime. And the basis of this story is, like, um, Allison Bree's character has a job working on a TV show, and the TV show gets potentially canceled, so she goes home and to visit her mom and runs into an ex, and the ex happens to be engaged to someone else. Was that an okay synopsis? I think that was excellent. Sorry, I stole your job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still feeling so weak. I need help. So thank you. I was trying to give you a little bit of a break. I appreciate it. Um, but basically, the fiance of the ex-boyfriend um, is someone who Allison Brie like hates, 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 and is just like, being so mean about her she's and so jealous her. yeah mm-hmm. and just like 
also like saying all these things about her that are things that she like traits that she also has but like turns them into like really negatives um one of which is like kind of being like a hippie nudist which is ends up being one of my favorite kind of plot lines through the movie anyway so we thought it would be fun to name top three our top three tv characters who if they were engaged to our an ex-boyfriend we would hate them at first but then we'd get to know them and we then inevitably also fall in love with them and want to be their best friends capiche (laughs) yes i love capiche (sighs) okay you go first okay um my first one i said um jules from euphoria i feel like she like she definitely seems way too cool and like unapproachable and hip but she's mm-hmm. actually very like relatable and like well, like watching season one of Euphoria, I was I remember being surprised about like how actually she's very normal, you know? Like mm-hmm. that's not the image that she puts out into the world kind of, but she actually is kind of like in a lot of ways, like yeah, she still has her moments, but she's like more grounded than Rue a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that she has that like um she's like a little quieter and more shy. Mm-hmm. Which can be portrayed as like bitchy, yeah. Um, and so once you get to know her, you'd be like, "Wait a second, she rocks." Yeah, exactly. Great answer. Um, my number three, I said something, someone similar, like the quiet, unapproachable type, uh, Sansa from Game of Thrones. Oh, interesting. Yeah, like she kind of seems like she's on her high horse. Hmm. And it's like she comes from like a wealthy family, so it's like I'm already annoyed, but then she's actually really down to earth and cool. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, like very, she's very intelligent. Mm-hmm. Wow, I love that answer. Thank you. Um, my next one, I said, I feel like she pops up in our top three all the time. But I said Emily in Paris. <laughs> I was. I was thinking about her too. <laughs> I just feel like I was like, yeah, she would because she seems like too picture perfect and like annoyingly happy all the time. But like she's actually fun and actually easygoing and like gets along with anyone. Yeah, that's a that's a good answer. I feel like I do you think that she's like has enough depth to her that you could like have a true friendship with her? I mean, I don't know. And I even was going to say, like, and she's a great friend. And I was like, I don't really think she's that great of a friend. <laughs> but I think that I don't know necessarily if I would want to be like bare my soul to her. Yeah. Um, But I would like hanging out with her. I would like her having her in my friend group. Yeah. Um, This is kind of a tangent, but I'm curious your thoughts on this. There's always that question of like, would you rather your ex-boyfriend date someone right after you that is like way cooler and hotter than you or like way not as cool as you and not as hot as you (laughs) i thought you i was actually i was trying to anticipate the the other option and i thought it was gonna be like someone exactly like you that's that's a third option i guess i guess hmm i can never decide where i'm at on this because i think there's pros and cons to both like yeah if he dates someone like way cooler and hotter than you it's like Oh, like he has good taste, so he date and he dated me. Like, well, I don't know. 
this is hard. This is really hard. <laughs> Do I want him to upgrade or downgrade? You know? Yeah, exactly. Um, I guess maybe upgrade because it's like validating that you like that I dated someone worthy of someone amazing. Yeah, I think that's where I I I stand too. But but that's really hard. I think hard. it does sting a little bit more at the beginning. For yeah, it's true. Like oh wow, like I just wasn't hot enough for you. Wow. <laughs> well, the downgrade thing for me, I would actually, I would, it would be interesting if they were dating someone new who maybe wasn't very attractive, but is really cool. So it's like if they downgraded grade to someone that's like boring and sucks. Then you're kind of like, what? I I don't know. I don't even know how I would feel in that scenario. But it's hard because I honestly, Mm. I think so many. I it's hard for me to even think of any woman who I'm like, oh, they're boring and suck anyway. So (laughs) yeah, well, it probably just means I don't know them that well. (laughs) Good point. Hmm. Okay. Wow. Good thought exercise. Yeah. Um. My number two, I said Annie from Shrill. And mostly just because, like, she's a person that I'd be like, she's just like me, but, like, cooler. Like, her style, we have, like, very similar style, but hers is just, like, a little bit more elevated and cooler. Mm -hmm. And, um, but then we would actually be, like, really great friends and get along very well because of that same thing. Yeah, she would be, yeah, I, yeah. I would just hope that I would even get the opportunity. Like, am I still friends with my ex in this scenario where I even get to know <laughs> his new girlfriend so well? <laughs> I mean, if you I hope go so. That sounds home. fun. <laughs> um, okay. My number one is Molly from Insecure. Mine too. You're kidding. Well, she's Not the perfect kidding. answer. She's so she perfect for this. I My reasoning was like, she seems super intimidating. She's like an amazing lawyer. She's hot. Like she's got everything figured out. But actually she's, she's very fun and funny. Like I, mm-hmm. like when you get to know her, you're like, oh, this girl is like actually, like she has her own insecurities. She's very relatable too. And she's hilarious. And she likes to have a lot of fun. And and she's like a good yeah. friend to the girlies. Yes. Like she. Yeah. She is like just embodies this where you would be so threatened by her. And then you'd be like, oh, I actually do want to be her good friend. I want to I want to know. Like you. She's so magnetic. I cannot hate her. Yeah. It's physically impossible. Mm-hmm. That is so funny. That's hilarious. I mean, she's just the best answer possible for this thing for this top three. Yeah, clearly, clearly, clearly. Okay, I'm excited to hear what are your thoughts on somebody I used to know, which I don't think I mentioned starring Alison Brie, written by Alison Brie and Dave Franco, and Dave Franco directed it. And they're married, if the people didn't know. Yes. Um, I loved it. I had a blast watching this. I just felt like it was like very inspiring and also legitimately funny and kind of the op like the exact opposite of the first movie because there was so much great chemistry between the characters. And though, even though we like just met all these characters, like it felt very lived in. Like I could tell the history between Alison Brie and Jay Ellis. Wow. Speaking of insecure, 
Um, mm-hmm. and even with, um, Danny Pudi, like there, you could just tell, like they, they did a really good job, like establishing history, even though like we don't get to see it. And, um, yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was so good. It hit me as someone who recently moved back to her hometown and has been like trying to kind of like figuring out like my true self like what 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 do I want in this world or whatever I felt there Mm -hmm. were a lot of themes that just really hit me in this place where I'm at and so I I think I would have loved it regardless but I know that I personally really related to a lot of the things that she goes through in the movie um Mm -hmm. but I thought I thought also it was just like a very enjoyable movie yeah I completely agree I had a lot of fun um watching it and yeah I felt like there were a lot of like storylines that I also related to um and like were really interesting to bring into like the rom-com universe I guess you could say like Mm -hmm. I thought the idea of like choosing a career over like marriage was interesting and like how that was portrayed was really good because I think in the end there was like a different outcome than you would originally think that there would be totally well I like that I'm glad you brought that up too because just along that it's like it is complicated like of course she has like she regrets losing him like in their conversations at the beginning especially when she's in a dark place in her career you know so it's Mm -hmm. like but she doesn't regret it like she you can kind of regret both things like you can have you can mourn two paths of your life you know yes yeah and like um you can wish you could have have them both yes it comes up in the movie that it's like oh I thought that you you kind of you regret that making the wrong choice and she and it's like no I wouldn't say I made a wrong choice and I don't necessarily think either choice can be really labeled wrong Mm -hmm. that's just not the choice that I made and I think that it's like a complex approach to that idea whereas I think a lot of movies just simplify it and it's like yep I made the wrong choice this would have been the right choice to change my and I would be happy now otherwise when it's like that's not really true either like either path would have brought complications and problems Mm -hmm. like the grass is always greener Mm -hmm. on the other side and there would have been equal slash maybe more complications had she or anyone chosen a different life path than what they chose totally but it's really easy to like romanticize the other path 100 so i thought that was really really interesting and cool that they were able to like come to that like uh kind of examine what that would have been like and um see yes but um yeah i felt like i thought this movie was like five million times funnier than you people like I was I was laughing so much especially in the beginning I do feel like it lost kind of that comedy in the middle um the middle felt got a little bit long to me it was a little stressful Um, (laughs) it was stressful that's true that is true um but then I also just really loved the ending I thought the ending was like really beautiful Mm -hmm. and um I do have a I I have a hard time with Allison Brie, which I'm trying to figure out what it is. I feel like it's like um, it's kind of like Meghan Markle. Like I just want to like shake her a little bit. Like she's like a little too poised, 
and like a little too like she's so like eloquent and like perfectly this is gonna sound bad but I was like I want to say like annoying but like I don't know what it is about her but I just like want her to like I want something real from her and it feels like it's not even though I think it I I know it is well I I love this movie and I I was rooting for her and stuff I do think it, it was a little hard for me to believe that she had that history of like being a total free spirit she is her persona to me and I don't know if it's just because of the roles I know her best for which is like Annie in Community overachiever she's a stick up her butt that's like her whole character mm-hmm. and even in even in Glow it that is also her persona like she's a perfectionist you know mm-hmm. and so it really works and so it was kind of hard for me to believe that she was that kind of like free spirit rebel a little Mm -hmm. bit in the past it didn't distract me from liking the movie or anything but I totally see what you mean like she's very much a Marnie yes very but I will say I'm glad you said all those things because I was going to mention I was feeling that way but then I listened to her on Las Culturistas and it actually helped me kind of change my tune about it um because like the whole like uh nudity and like free spirit thing is like very based on her real life and she talks about that on las culturistas like she went to a college where like clothing was optional and like talks it's very very fascinating and i'm excited for you to listen and so yeah like hearing her on the podcast i was like oh well like i i got it more and so it helped me actually Okay, that's a very, good. that's a good wreck. Um, a plot hole I did feel like was in the movie was like when her, <laughs> when her and the ex, when they first see each other, they're like catching up and it's like they're catching up on the last 10 years of their life. And I'm like, they are acting like social media is not a thing and that they literally don't know a single thing about each other from the last 10 years. And I didn't like that. I was like, just, you guys know each other. Like they showed like an Instagram post, like the next 10 minutes. So like they clearly knew about each other and like what they were up to loosely. And so I just thought that was kind of weird. They shouldn't, if they hadn't shown the Instagram post, they could have made that more believable because there's plenty of people from high school that like, they don't post anything, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's a good point. I was so excited when they first showed um, who was playing um, Alison Bree's mom because Jordan and I love uh, Julie Haggerty because she, from Just Friends. Mm-hmm. And what about Bob? Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. She's just such an icon. Literally, my second note from the movie is... When Julie Haggerty is the mom, it's a good sign. It really, truly is. I felt like safe. Didn't you feel safe when she was revealed as the mom? Oh, I was so happy. Yeah, it was great. She was so Um, good. Also, Haley Joel Osment, um, on Las Culturistas, Allison Brie was talking about how he, like, uh, was when he was doing the worm, he apparently, like, broke his hip oh no oh my god isn't that so sad and so then they were joking about like 
oh like what were you doing when you broke your hip like some intense scene for like an intense movie and it's like no I was doing the worm (laughs) that is so funny he was crushing it as like the doofy brother-in-law like I thought he was so funny and he I his career trajectory is so fascinating and I just love that like he just seems like a really fun person like He's playing this role where he's like dropping really dated pop culture references and stuff. Mm -hmm. And like, we all know that he's Haley Joel Osment. Like, it's just, there's just something really, really silly and fun about that. And I thought he was like, so he was so great. He he actually, he wasn't even in it that much, but that, I mean, like this is, that's a way to use a famous cameo in your movie, like to contrast it with you people. Like it was just like, Mm -hmm. I just, I thought it was really funny. Yeah. And I just, I loved, I loved all the cameos and the people in it, mostly because like 50% of them were from af- the cast of After Party, who Dave Franco, oh, like Dave yeah. Franco is in After Party. So it is yeah. fun that they like clearly just cast like their friends and just like were having a good time and you could feel that. Yes. I totally it's my agree. favorite kind of movie. I'm glad you liked it. I had yeah. fun. Yeah. I would totally recommend this. Um, yeah. I And I love, like, as you start to realize, I don't think it's, like, a spoiler that, like, the title totally flips and, like, not only is her ex somebody she used to know, her like, her old self is someone that she's, like, getting reacquainted with and she's somebody she used to know, too. And I was just like, this is just, like, good. I just love this. That is good. That's deep. I love that. Yeah, I felt like it was just very inspiring. Very inspiring, very layered, and like so many different things you could take away from it. Yeah. Love it. Um, all right. Well, who's your crush of the week? I have to give it up to Danny Pudi. <gasps> Great answer. I I feel like if you watch community and you don't have like a weird or not weird crush on Abed. I don't think you're watching the show right. I, <laughs> he, it's like he's yes, he's playing a very odd character, but Danny Pudi's just like a beautiful human, and I thought that he was really, really a good character in this. I felt like his ending maybe. I feel like we could have gotten a little more ending for his character because he's actually pretty important to the plot, you know. But yeah, I loved him. And I love that, like, he and Allison Brie are clearly close friends. And they were just being dorks and, like, singing songs together. Like, all these inside jokes from high school. And I just really, I loved it. I'm very into him. He looked good. Yeah. Um, I also love that they were, like, so, like, they clearly did not have, like, continue their relationship, like, once she moved, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were able to, like, pick up where they left off. And, like, we're close enough where, like, Danny... Pootie's character could still like tell it to her straight yes Um, that's a special kind of relationship and so I really liked that they had that yeah I agree um I'm gonna give it up to Jay Ellis did his character suck in this show yeah but wow he's hot he is so hot (laughs) that's what crushes are for people that you think are hot but you know are maybe not good for you and I do feel like I feel like the movie didn't end with him being like a jerk. I felt like that's true. He, he redeemed he himself. He did change. I agree. Yeah, I agree. 
Um, he was just a confused man. Yeah. That was another thing I liked about the movie in general. It was like, there's just a lot of stuff in the gray area. No one was like, it's even, it's like when she was getting to know his fiance better. Like, oh, I, I wanted her to see her as just kind of this like evil baby girl that is stealing him away. But like, it was more complicated than that. And even though he acted like an idiot for a lot of the movie, it's like, I feel like he did redeem himself a bit and I don't know. Yeah, like, it was very easy to have empathy for, like, every character. Mm-hmm. It was a good... A good it was an interesting movie, yeah. It was good. All right, well, there you have it. A movie we recommend and a movie we say, skip it. Well, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.